Hey there, everybody. How we doing? It is uh, another brand new episode of Because Cannabis. Brand new episodes available every single Wednesday, 4.20 p.m. on YouTube slash at Because Cannabis. YouTube slash. I think I just got to say the slash, Dustin Kava. I'm BC Wayman. That's Dustin Kava. Do I have to say the slash or is that implied? No, you got to say the slash. Everybody knows slash. you got to say the slash. Like at the guitarist. Musical, <laughs> musical centric episode today, Dustin Kava. I'm very excited uh, for that today. We'll be talking uh, some mantra magic and electric energy with our guest, Dynasty Electric. This is because cannabis weekly episodes on YouTube and on Spotify with video and anywhere that you listen to audio podcasts. Follow us socially at MeetWM uh, or at Because Cannabis, all those other fun stuff. Dustin Kava, how are you doing today, sir? I missed you last week. Gosh, it I was missed- not the same. We had Scott McLaren on great guy, Clee culture. Check him out. Underscore uh Clee underscore culture on Instagram. Uh, and Clee stash a lot of, lot of grammatical, uh, characteristics and attributes being talked about to start today's show punctuation. That's the word I was looking for today. Uh, <laughs> for that. It's one of those things. Maybe, you know what? Maybe I'm off my game a little bit, Dustin. Maybe I just didn't get enough sleep last night. I've been sleeping uh roughly lately i've really been struggling to sleep you might be struggling to sleep up there we're a cannabis a plant medicine centric podcast and i feel there are multitudes of medicines uh plant and organic derived designed to help you sleep yet despite all that knowledge dustin i was struggling i've been struggling recently (laughs) so i've tried a new thing uh but it's causing maybe a little marital riff if i'm being super honest right now so i need to listen to music I have discovered through Spotify, uh, through other things like relaxation music. Did you know? I know you know this is a thing, but you know that was a whole thing. I didn't realize until recently there was a whole subgenre of put your ass to sleep music on like playlists on Spotify and Apple Music. It blew do you want to know? Do you want to know what my favorite playlist to rock out at night right now is? Yes. Oh, it's so good. I'm the only it, one, but yes. It it is a IKEA podcast that oh. all they do is say the names of each product. And it is That's the stupidest so thing I've good. Ever it is so good. It is it is my sleep. And yes, it also causes a marital riff right now. We but have musical like- guests on here who are embarrassed. The fact that you just <laughs> mentioned they're sitting in the green room right now. I can see them. They're embarrassed for you right now. The fact that you're like five chest drawer with intricate handles. Yeah, but it's like the sweetest Pressed like, wood couch. You no, know, the names of them too, high you know. So, it's so good. It is uh, so awesome. I, I'm not listening to marketing when I go to bed. No, no, no. I'm listening to like gent, gentle, soulful music. But here's the thing. My wife doesn't like the audio. So I've gone to sleep with an earbud, one AirPod mm. in. And I have to sleep in my left ear because when I roll to my, on this way, when I roll to my left, right, that's where my wife is at. And I don't like to be face to face to her so close at night. This is getting very intimate, but it's what it happens. So I put it in the left ear, right? And now I'm laying on my right <laughs> side and it's great. But inevitably, Dustin, throughout the night, the AirPod falls out. And that AirPod has ended up including in my wife's underwear, and she was not too happy with this. She doesn't listen to this show. It ended up, it, it's always in a random place in my bed, and she is peeing off about it. And she's like, "You gotta find a way to sleep without me hearing the music, but without that gosh darn AirPod." And I don't you know what to do. Need the speaker pillow, man. You need the. It's that? a little. It's, it's a little pillow that essentially. 
as a speaker and it's pretty self-explanatory but essentially you're the only <laughs> one on your pillow. <laughs> I, I did at the base like oh my god what is a speaker pillow <laughs> but right, yeah okay. man i definitely think you need to rock out to some uh, something special there we don't have enough time for me to get into my OCD problematic issues with pillows and the amount of time that I have spent choosing a pillow. I would be here all day uh, if that was the case. And we have bigger and better things to get to right now, Dustin. We have Seth and Jenny from Dynasty Electric with us. Uh, pillows matter importantly. Uh, I find a tough time, Seth and Jenny, replacing my pillow when I sleep on my bed, but inevitably after a while, right, it gets like flat. Uh, do you have a particular pillow? Are you like, can you sleep anywhere? Like my wife could sleep in the middle of like the forest, just lay down. I am a pampered, fancy gentleman that requires like 25 minutes of prep. I don't have like a like pajamas like an adult. That's ridiculous. But I still have like this whole routine. I got face creams. It takes a lot to look this above average. Uh, I have a whole process to go to sleep uh jenny and seth from dynasty electric check them out at dynastyelectric.com uh do you have like bedtime routines are you all set what's it like for you uh nighttime at the electric household <laughs> we welcome to the show by the way <laughs> out loud from dustin's uh, playlist with the ikea product i cannot are you embarrassed for that is that not the worst thing you've heard of no it's actually amazing i think <laughs> that would really put me to sleep well you know maybe i was thinking maybe ikea should come out with the uh a, a speaker pillow with all the names of the furniture uh, there feels like some uh, branding opportunities being missed. <laughs> yeah. And on another level, we could do the ASMR, you know, IKEA yes. pillow. <laughs> we have a new oh, product so here. Good. Uh, we are speaking uh, with Jenny DeVoe and Seth Mysterica. I hope I said that correctly, from Dynasty Electric, dynastyelectric.com, uh, on YouTube, on Spotify. It's an amazing, I'm going to play some in a little bit here, uh, but it's just I've really appreciated since we've learned you are going to be on our show because your music is something I didn't really know about or understand. Like coffee and sativa is how I roll up until bedtime, which probably explains why I can't sleep, right? Like I am just an overly caffeinated, overly energetic 50-year-old man. It's just one of those <laughs> things, right? But I'm trying to trying to bring it down a bit i'm trying to calm down and i feel every bit of music i've heard from dynasty electric on the youtube on spotify has been like it's ideal for peacefulness right it's ideal for calmness and it's pretty impressive uh what you guys are doing out there and i'm super happy to talk with you guys today about that oh thanks so much for having us it's a real pleasure to be here thank you and, you know, really, we got into it ourselves because, you know, we uh, started off as a rock and roll band many years ago. I, I'm not going to no, lie. You're gonna get Dustin. Just... <laughs> Dustin was so fired up. We took a deep dive into the YouTube playlist. And I'll tell you right now, if you go uh, to Dynasty Electric, I don't know if you want to talk. I know we got to talk about Journey to Tranquility, your new album that's out right now. We'll play some of that. Uh, but if you go to their YouTube, search oldest. It's a mind blown emoji waiting to happen. Golden I arrows. Like, I this? wish Golden Arrow was arrows was on Spotify right now. That shit is my jam right now. Oh, Your dang. voice is killer. You guys were awesome back then, and the transition is something that we definitely are going to talk about because it's it is a very drastic transition. <laughs> but damn, your your voice killed it, killed it. You guys were so awesome awesome oh uh, thank you dustin we appreciate that 
And so really, you know, from uh, years of, you know, traveling around and playing clubs and festivals and uh, living the rock and roll lifestyle in a van and just uh, uh, we we met a sound dealer around 2012 and just this uh, uh, this kind of relaxation music and this kind of healing that can take place through music. Like we always knew that music was healing, but we were exploring kind of like you're talking about sativa and caffeine as like a as a kind of a medicine it's like yeah. dancing and and punk and rap and fast music like there's like i think there's a real medicine there too it's like it's a cathartic and it's a, it releases pent-up emotions and uh it gets that energy out and gets your all your 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 energy and blood flowing uh but then you know on the flip side music is also like this great relaxation tool so we uh we just fell into it sort of naturally and organically through our journey that you know, after living that kind of lifestyle on the road, that we just really wanted some more healing and more relaxation ourselves. And it actually just it wasn't ever like a, like one day we just decided, oh, we're going to be sound healers. Uh, it just, just sort of happened uh, and uh, just kind of organically over the course of a few years. And, you know, we actually, we still rock out today. Uh, uh, we're actually writing new songs and uh, it's, it's just that now our focus has become more on the sound healing, but we also still definitely music is a really important part of everything we do. And a lot of it is the impact you guys, you guys are one way or another, you're making a large impact, whether it's with the music of yesteryear or, or what you're doing now with, with, you know, the crystal bowls and, and the sound baths and, it to me, it's still the same. It may come out in a different sound, but at inside of me, I'm still getting the same firing of synapses and the Passion same energy. Did you freeze on us, Dustin? There in that moment, how awkward was that? His synapses were firing. His synapses <laughs> literally just snapped and broke right there in the moment. We're gonna keep rolling, Dustin. I don't know. He'll come back. He'll probably come back and not even know what he missed anything. Dustin, <laughs> your that, was, that was actually that was pretty trippy. It, yeah, I know. I feel like that was a planned uh, effort. It's it is pretty amazing though. Uh, to your point. Seth, like music is something that people use to like, you see it's all the time in movies. It's the pump up music. Heck, it's the footloose dance through the dance <laughs> through the shed and do the flips, you know, Red McCormick doing his jam. He just has to dance. Uh, but, and I have always, that sounds weird. Cause I'm like an adult, but I have always associated music more is upbeat and fast paced. And I haven't hmm. spent as much time. I know Jenny's like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> we got to listen to more. I haven't spent as much time in that using music, on the other level, right? On the on the calming and the relaxation effect and probably don't spend little time trying to calm myself down. It's probably a multitude of self-diagnoses happening right now on the show. Uh, but it's true, I don't tend to relax as much. And when you go to something like Journey to Tranquility, your new album, where when you go and start to visit your YouTube, which is slash at Dynasty Electric with a K, uh, and listen to some of the sound healings and the crystal sound baths, it is a it's almost hard for me to focus on it for a moment because it's telling me and forcing me to slow down. And when I finally have a moment and I give in, it's transformative. And that sounds a weird, I know, but it is, I feel like peaceful, like in a spot I don't usually get. And so I think it's a genre I never knew really existed, even though it's very popular, but it's something that so helpful has it been interesting for you guys to 
have people like this, like who listen to your music and say, you transform me and change me. Is that weird? Does it feel amazing and rewarding? What is it like for someone to tell you that they're, your music, what you create and write and what you think about is helping people hit a place that they weren't possible before until they finally settled down and listened? Well, really, that's uh, for us, that's what it's all about. So it's really great to hear that uh, since, uh, like I was saying, like we got into it really to heal ourselves at first. That And I was always kind of, you know, as a musician, coming from the rock side and electronic music side of things, I always kind of, you know, uh, felt like, oh, the, the new age and relaxation music, that it didn't really, um, it didn't excite me that much. But of course, it's not necessarily supposed to excite you. Yeah. But I tried to just approach it from my own angle, just to give it something that, um, just to create something like a texture that uh, maybe it, you could just get past that initial resistance and get to that place where you're actually going to hit the relaxation because you're not really, all of a sudden you're not thinking about it so much, you're just experiencing it. Uh, so really for us, uh, just creating it was to for our own healing, for our own relaxation, and to share it with others really is a blessing. And we were just doing it live in LA for many, uh, for, for about 2016 through 2020. And we were pretty much just a live act. And we moved to YouTube in 2020 with COVID. And it's really been actually really rewarding. Because I don't know if we ever would have transitioned into working online. Uh, we would have just been at yoga studios and in the Southern California. And it's just so great to connect with people all around and uh, to, you know, and it's so easy because since it does help people relax and fall asleep and now it's just available on YouTube, it's just so easy for people to join us anytime. I mean, it's really an evolution to me of what we've always been creating, even when it was like the rock and the avant-garde jazz and the EDM, our live performances always had a journey feel to them where there would be like interesting sounds and maybe a theremin and a bass with a violin bow. And then it would morph into something that sounded more like a pop song and then go into like a saxophone riff. Mm -hmm. So in a lot of ways, the journey that we're creating on Friday nights on YouTube is just an evolution of us always creating journeys just with different genres of music on different levels of, um, you know, activation or relaxation. There's a certain something that came over me as I was listening to your stuff, even like there would be times when. I would pick up that I was hearing it and listening to it. And then an hour later, I re remember, hey, I'm still listening to this. And it was just allowing me to focus and do what I needed to do. But a thing that resonated with it is it almost was, it felt like touch at a distance. It felt like, and I think that's what you're doing. You're touching at a distance. That sound wave is physically penetrating me and it's changing the synapses in my brain and moving the hair on my head. And it's communicating with me as if you guys are touching me. Um, and there's a real powerful reverence with that. It is, it's a very personal thing as those things are happening, as that conversion from hearing the sound to hearing the feeling. And I just, I, I think it's an incredible story that you take someone on when you have that position of power, when you are creating something that does that for another. And there's also an ultimate responsibility with it. Um, do you ever feel responsible for their healing in any way? Do you feel like 
you know, if something's off or you know, like if, if someone's not connecting with you in what you're creating is, is, is how, how does that, how do you work through that? Especially being on YouTube where now everybody has the ability to comment on everything you do. They, they notice, you know, sometimes you spend so much time production on something and all they do is point out the most amazing looking puppy sitting in front of you. And you're like, that wasn't what it was about. You know, there's just, there's something there. How do you, how do you work through that change in, in not being able to see the transition or the story happening in front of you live? Well, the puppy's a big part of it, for sure. <laughs> Everybody loves puppies. I <laughs> love that puppy. She's right <laughs> here. She's always right oh. here. Oh. Our ratings just went up 10% right there. Add a puppy. <laughs> Instantaneous. Um, but, you know, uh, we do feel you know, music is sort of a general medicine for well-being. So as opposed to ever claiming that uh, that our music is going to treat a specific condition, it's sort of like the disclaimer that anybody might give that, you know, this product like cannabis has not been approved by the FDA <laughs> and, uh, you know, seek a doctor's advice if you're having any problems, really. So, you know, I would never actually suggest to anybody that if they're having an issue to not go to see a doctor or anything like this at all. It's simply that music can bring us into tune. So you can, just like you're saying how the music is entering into not just our ears, but into our into our mind and into our, our whole nervous system, into our bones and into our blood. It has this power to uh, just to transform uh, the, us on a cellular level. And so it's really important for us to keep our intention pure because since we are putting this energy into, into the atmosphere and then into people, uh, that it's having this, this intention of healing and positivity and love and just compassion, it will create a better effect uh, and so it's important for us to just make sure that, that we do the healing work on ourselves too. Yes. So then when we're working with other people that it's going to work for them too. Yeah. And to make a comment about the Friday nights on YouTube, we're essentially uploading an hour long video sound bath experience every single week. And, you know, definitely some weeks that was more challenging than others, but then we would get so many comments about, oh, you know, I'm going through this really difficult transition or time in my life, but at least I have the Friday nights and I look forward to that every week. And this is really helping me through. And so we would read that and say, oh, we, we got to get our Friday night video up because, you know, there's people out there uh, depending on it in a sense. So I know what you're saying. I do feel a level of sort of responsibility, especially to those who have been um, following the channel for years and, you know, really making it a part of their daily or weekly ritual. Uh, it's pretty amazing every single Friday night to put that out. We're talking with Dynasty Electric. Uh, you can have the YouTube link actually in the comments below. Uh, we have a new album out right now that you guys have put out to kind of encapsulate. It sounds like your recent trip, you know, you talked about being a rock band and doing these things and you've Kind of relocated from the, the the busyness started in Brooklyn, went to LA, relocated to now uh, Nova Scotia. Is that correct? Is that where you're at now? That is currently uh, where we are. Yes. Yeah, moved to Nova Scotia and then created this album, Journey to Tranquility, which just was released uh, this past August. It's everywhere now. It's on the YouTube. It's on Spotify. Anywhere you can find it. Um, you know this album, which is as you kind of talk about on the site DynastyElectric.com. It's the process of you moving right? right it's the ability to you move it's working through all the different 
aspects of your brain and frustration and positivity and excitement and fear and all those things and putting them into uh, this harmonic kind of experience. Um, how is it like to sit there and think about this journey and then try to translate it into sound? I know that sounds weird, but as someone unartistic, how do we take a journey and make it audio? Well, in this case, it, it kind of happened um, just on its own in a, in a way, because I was just making music the entire time. So when we were still in L.A., uh, I was crafting uh, these tracks. And then I, we were in the mountains of Southern California for a while, and I was still just working on the music. And then now uh, in Nova Scotia, we have, our goal here is that we, uh, we are by the ocean, and we have a, a nice property that we're working on establishing a sound healing sanctuary and retreat center here. Um, and so I have a recording studio here. Everywhere I go, I always set up a studio and I'm always <laughs> experimenting, working on, on different uh, music. And so after a few years, uh, I look back on my computer and I've just got this wealth of recorded material that spans from California all the way through Nova Scotia. And so I started piecing together an album and it's funny because it started off as one kind of album where it was just some of my newer material but then as i started diving back into it uh, i started finding all these these tracks i really enjoyed from a couple years back and i realized that uh, the album was actually tracing this journey and so it happened it actually i didn't realize it until after the album had already started taking form um and then i uh, and it's interesting, albums kind of take on a life of their own, like as opposed to singles. Like sometimes albums are, you know, like the songs have been written over a long course of time. And so I find this frequently happens. You start putting together an album and it takes like twists and turns. And the, what you get in the end, you're actually sometimes like, wow, I didn't even realize when I started that it would end up this way. So this album had that quality to it. There's something about just that object of opening the door. Like when I owned a store, it was the unlocking of the door in the morning opened up the possibility for anything to happen. Whoever wanted to walk into that store, I get I was presented with that every day. And it was a really powerful within an hour or halfway through the day, something would happen that would just shake me to my core and make me so grateful that I unlock that door. And I think about what you said in that same way, where it's this. I unlocked the door when I started this process, but by track two or three or wherever things fall in line, what came to me, what walked through that door was something I never expected, but I was inevitably grateful for. And I, I love that. I love thinking about the journey of writing something or, or having something come to life in that way. And I, I, there's power in that. There is genuine power and, I, and I, it's just, it's, it's a really, it's, it's an incredible experience. I'm pretty excited about journey to tranquility. I haven't, that's the, I haven't actually got to jam out to it yet. And so I'm kind of like, I'm a little sad right now. I didn't, I didn't. Get to... You want me to oh, play you? For you. <laughs> let's play uh, yeah, a snippet here. Let's, let's play, play a snippet. snippet. All right. We're going to try something right now. I am very hesitant to do this because I feel like we're going to get kicked off of YouTube. And I feel like saying this on the show makes it happen even more, but it's their music people uh, for that. So let's bring up, um, this is an extended edition, as you said, of, I think track three on their dream space. Uh, you did a, an 11 hour loop. Is that correct? Of the same kind of track. Tell me about what I'm about to bring up here. Uh, yes, 
Well, originally, yeah, it originally it's, it was a short track, uh, um, but we made an 11 hour version specifically to help people with their with any sleeping issues they may have. Um, and, you know, I love YouTube for this, that uh, just being able to create these really long form videos is really great for for the sleeping space. And this is some magical mid journey AI. Okay. I love it. I love it. I'm so proud of you guys for finding a way to work in what you have to do with the media and constant content creation, but finding a way to do it that allows you to focus on the music and allow yeah. some of these other things to happen without thought. Completely. I love it. I love AI. I'll say it. I love it. I love it. I'm, uh, I'm, while we're listening to some of Dream Space in the background, this is this is exactly. I was going to ask a question about AI music. Let me don't let me forget that. Because uh, uh, so we looked at some AI art. We're on uh, YouTube uh, slash at Dynasty Electric with a K. You'll find the link right below in the comments. And we're listening to. I'm going to turn it up here for a minute. I wanted to let you guys talk. I don't know. Is it good radio or is it good television or not? As we're sitting here listening to your track, it's so. It's calming. It's amazing. It's really enjoyable stuff, and it it makes me appreciate this aspect of it of this kind of the relaxation, the mood. I feel like I can't even. I have to stop right now because I can't even talk. My 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 speaking <laughs> tempo is not even possible over this music. It's so it's so I'm so hyper and so high strung that I can't. <laughs> You know, it's interesting that you mentioned tempo because uh, in you know there's this idea of entrainment. I don't it, where if there's two objects like pendulums of a clock that are swinging in different rhythms, if they're next to each other, they actually start swinging in the same rhythm. Yes. And so the idea of entrainment in music is that when you hear like for example like a fast track like an EDM or punk track, your heart does start racing to that tempo, that kick drum with like the double kick drum really fast. Whereas this music is actually, so you're looking at a tempos of say like 120 to 160 and your heart rate will actually correspond, uh, get really pumping at, with faster music. What we just heard, the BPM uh, beats per minute would be about 50. And it's designed that way because when you are about to fall asleep, your heart rate will be around 50 typically. Or when you're very relaxed or you're meditating, that's about the rate that your heart is going to go to. So the music is actually designed to entrain your heart uh, and your pulse to a slower tempo to slow down the thoughts and to uh, allow one to fall asleep more easily or to meditate or whatever you might need it for. I think it's pretty, uh, in looking at some of the photos, I was just looking as you were talking at some of the photos uh, from your Seal Harbor Sanctuary, and you can learn more about that on DonnieCElectric.com. And you talked about it a second ago. Um, Nova Scotia looks... It looks like made up. Speaking of AI, it looks like someone went like beautiful forest uh, landscape AI and AI created Nova Scotia. Like that's to me what it feels like right now. And you mentioned, you know, this magical forest is right out of a fairy tale. That's what it feels like um, from some from people who have lived in Brooklyn and had lived in L.A. That transition uh, to Nova Scotia. What is it? Is it as amazing as it sounds? Let me just put it that way. Because I feel like my hecticness, all I want to do is run away and live in the woods, like with my family. I want to take my whole family and live in the woods. <laughs> but I just want to get away from all of it. And I want to, I, I mean, I need a target within like a half hour. But that's about it. Like I have very few things that I need. A grocery store too. I can't hunt. So I need a grocery store, uh, you know, and that's two things and a cannabis shop. But we can grow that out in Nova Scotia, I'm sure. So uh, 
Is it surreal? Is it as amazing as it sounds? Is it overrated? Maybe is it overrated? What's it like <laughs> in Nova Scotia? It, you know, honestly, it continuously defies my expectations or any kind of ideas I may have had about it because uh, it actually is really a, a unique environment. We've never lived directly on the ocean. We, I mean, we lived in Brooklyn and LA, but we weren't like on Coney Island or directly on the beach. So just being directly by the ocean, for example, and just seeing the way, you can see the way the moon interacts with the waves at night sometimes where the moon will rise up over the ocean and you you just feel like the, the current corresponding to the cycle of the moon. Uh, and then all of a sudden, you know, there won't be any rain or anything in the forecast and like a, a some like, like sea rain or something. I don't even know what it is. Like some mist comes off the sea and all of a sudden the house like is covered in, in rain uh, and there won't even be rain happening like across the street. It's like, <laughs> there's like, uh, just certain things that I've just never uh, quite experienced before. And also there's so little light pollution here that it's, when it's on a clear night, oh, it, you feel like you're in outer space. Yeah. Uh, you see the Milky Way. You feel like you could just literally just. It's amazing how many shooting couch. stars happen when you can see all oh. the stars. It's like every 40 yeah. minutes, you're like, damn, there's one right there. It's a there. light show. Yeah. Yes, it truly is. Oh, yeah, you're making me want to just throw down my throw down my gloves and say I'm done. I'm we're going we're going to Nova Scotia. I'm out of well, here. Well, sometimes we're seeing like you know from our dining room table we can see the ocean and like there's like a mound out there and we'll see like bald eagles land on the mound or like minks and ferrets or seals and lately we've been seeing some kind of water animal dart across the whole ocean at what looks like 80 miles an hour so fast and i'm trying to figure out what it is so it's like things like this are in your daily reality and what are the woman we studied energy medicine and sound healing with 10 years ago she basically said because we are continuing to do um sound baths and events in both los angeles massachusetts and new york city and elsewhere she said, being out here in Nova Scotia with the elements, you know, with the ocean right there and just like the wind and the air, the earth and like whatever's going on in the climate is an energy you're then bringing with you to these other places. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we do do that blessing of the directions every time where I'm talking about the elements. So this is actually putting us in the elements and then bringing that as part of our ceremony or sound bath. Yeah, this is really a retreat uh, to recharge oneself. Uh, and, you know, it's just sort of like when you're traveling, you kind of want to go home. And when you're at home, you want to be traveling. Uh, <laughs> that it's actually, we really enjoy uh, going back to LA and going to New York and going to back to Massachusetts regularly. And uh, then just dipping back here to experience just the beauty of nature and the, and the quiet. But, you know, another uh, aspect that's great about Nova Scotia is it's actually uh, got a really great cannabis culture. Um, it always was uh, it always was uh, one of the more popular uh, provinces in terms of cannabis, uh, where there's a lot of cultivators and uh, it's uh, a lot of people enjoy it here. But now with it being federally legal in Canada, it's uh, it, it's just so mainstream here that uh, I mean, we're just living in this little neighborhood here. And I mean, everybody is a stoner out here. Beautiful flower, like all the time. You can go, you can buy the flower at the, at the liquor store here. I've never seen it. Mm. Like 
You go get your groceries, you stop to get a six pack and you pick up. Or a, you can order it in the pick mail. Pick up an ounce. Yeah. Yeah. You, you order it in the mail. It's uh, it's so uh, mainstream here. I mean, and obviously in the States, a lot of States it's legal, but because of that federal uh, loophole where, you know, it's, you're still are facing, you know, all these issues with banking and you have to, uh, strict transportations. Yeah, exactly. It's the whole gamut of things. That, yeah. It really makes things complicated and it's really because it's federally legal in Canada, it, it at least uh, takes a lot of those pressures off. Um, and there's just a really thriving uh, cannabis culture here in Nova Scotia and throughout Canada, really. So that's actually, you know, it, 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 in the past, I remember you would travel to somewhere like Nova Scotia or somewhere exotic kind of, and you would always, you know, as a, as a smoker, I would always think, oh, I don't, I don't know where I can get some good bud out here. And, but fortunately, that's actually no longer the case really anywhere because now I go back to the States. It's, it's legal in Maine. Legal I was just going to say, you don't travel anywhere where it's not legal anymore. I was thinking about all the states you go to most of the time. And it's like, you know what? When you get off that plane, you got your medicine there when you finally land, you know? And that's a, that's it's another nice. powerful. Yeah. I, I can only imagine from you traveling 12 or 13 years ago. And just as you're making the circuit, every state had a different guideline in some way that you felt like you had to kind of stay within in some regards, or when you weren't, you had that nervousness to now know, Hey, I'm going to my family or my friends here to, for a couple of weeks. My medicine is, is there. And how much is the cannabis a part of your process? I feel like a lot of people always make it too much. Cannabis is everything. I couldn't create without my cannabis. But I also think there is a, a fundamental truth to that statement in some capacity. I use it for a lot of different tools. Well, you know, the, the first time that I ever experienced uh, a, a full-blown high, uh, I, when it was, you know, this is a long time ago, but it, I just still re remember, uh, I, you know, when you first get into cannabis, sometimes you're not even sure if you're feeling the effect the first few times you try it. <laughs> and so I wasn't sure if it was working yet. And so I went and I turned on the stereo and uh, I still remember like, all of a sudden the music went from being like two dimensional to multi-dimensional, like, like five dimensional. Like it was like all of a sudden, all the instruments, I could hear all the distinction between all the different frequencies perfectly that I, I just understood it on this new way in a new way. And I felt as if I was, could swim in it. Like when I closed my eyes, I, I felt it as like this energetic field that I could just dive into. And just that experience alone Rick, totally changed my life. And that was, you know, now 30 years ago. Uh, and it really was one of the one of the things that got me into doing music. Uh, and, you know, time slows down a little bit. Your senses, uh, your sensory experience is expanded. You know, it's not like uh, the only tool to make music, but, uh, you know, there's there is a, re a reason why so many musicians enjoy it. It's uh, it 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 does actually uh, enhance the senses and. Uh, just puts you like more in the moment too, that you mm -hmm. can really just just be present, and you're not thinking uh, because that's really the biggest obstacle in music is when you think too much. That's when you always make mistakes. I find as a musician, it's because you're just thinking about it, and when as soon as you start thinking about it, that's when you hit the wrong note. Or mm. uh, and so actually, cannabis is because it has that kind of meditative quality that puts you in this kind of trance. You can just get so into your music. It just just takes you to that other dimension and just takes you 
right, right where you need to go. Um, so, you know, it's, it's not essential for our sound bath work, but I always feel like when we're doing a sound bath, it's always cannabis friendly that if somebody enjoys cannabis, that they'll certainly will enjoy it along with the sound bath too. But at the same time, you know, if they're not a, a user, like they can actually experience a natural high just from the music itself, mm-hmm. which I think is really great because, you know, there's, you don't have to worry about any side effects, no, nothing at all. Like it's just music. It's just going to make you relax and give you a nice, nice, fuzzy, tingly feeling. Like that's it. Uh, and so it's, uh, it really works great either way in my, my estimation. <laughs> uh, it's just, you know, it's a new world as Dustin talked about and you are experiencing. It's not just cannabis, right? We have other plant-based medicines, you know, psychedelics are becoming more and more mainstream. We just recently spoke with First Man and Steve D'Angelo from the Rastafari Indigenous Village. Uh, also having a similar retreat-based thing, you know, come here, experience the naturalness of this area, in their case, Jamaica, the naturalness of plant-based medicines. Uh, but it is something, you know, music and we'll use the generic term drugs, but they kind of go hand in hand because they are a creative uh, experience together. And it can be a very enhancing uh, experience. Uh, I would imagine uh, you doing, I know you mentioned it a little bit ago, but I, I've I've heard it on video and I've listened to it a little bit. I would like, Dustin, what do you think it would be like to be in a live? But to hear you do one live, Seth and Jenny, feels like it would be that type of experience, like that physical experience to be in there the is. room with I, the sound created, with taking a full, you know, a full sound bath and watching the movements and seeing it all. I would imagine that live is pretty spectacular. Do you like the live more than the YouTube? Like, what is that? I know the YouTube's big, but I would imagine when you get to do a live one, there is an energy that is palpable and irreplaceable, uh, even in a tranquil setting. I yeah, yeah, go. Sorry, Jen. No, no. I was just going to say that, you know, online the frequencies of the singing bowls are compressed. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're actually very difficult to record because they're very resonant and there's just a lot of fluidity with the bowls. And so, you know, Seth had to carefully design a system that allowed for those frequencies to yeah. really come through in a way that sounded and, and felt good. But of course, live, this resonance is all throughout the room. It's almost like circling you or just like wrapping you completely and in addition i use these handheld bowls i like to walk around move the sound around the room and right up to people and you know clear energy systems that way so in that way it's a more of more of like a complete absorption experience and then if you add you know any kind of like uh, crystals in the room or i mean like environment really matters it, it retains that that resonance and so yeah just being surrounded even with salt bath area you know and then have the music like just that that reverberation that's going to constantly happen after the sound stops those walls those crystals that energy is still present within that room and within the water within me within that room and there's that's an I, I didn't even think about that or what the change would have to be when you compress it and convert it to something more digital and that has to I, it makes perfect sense it also sounds like it's a heck of a lot more complicated to create the content that you're creating 
than what most people just think. I got to tell you, that was a pretty mind of all the things we've talked about. That was the most mind blowing thing so far. I would, and I'm not uh, dismissing your process, but I would assumed, you know, maybe because Dustin and I, we just turn on mics and go, we don't put a lot of effort, you know? So I assume you kind <laughs> of, a lot. you, you take, sh I know I'm, I'm underselling it here, Dustin. Uh, you do it, <laughs> but to think about, it's not just capturing the sound, but you have such this interesting device and the waves that it puts out that it's not able to be captured and presented and then to spend all that time reprocessing that Seth and Jay. That's a pretty amazing aspect of it that hadn't ever occurred to me. Is it a different experience then? Like what Journey to Tranquility, the album is versus the YouTube sound baths? Do you have that? Is it a post-produced thing or is it something you're doing during the, uh, the live Friday night uh, ones as well? Uh, well, it's some of the uh, some of the material from Journey to Tranquility is drawn from the Friday night sound baths. So uh, it's similar, but then the Friday night sound baths always has more of a live feel to it. Mm -hmm. uh, whereas the album, you know, was done in the studio. Um, so it has a bit more of a, like a polished kind of feel to it. Uh, and everything's separated into, you know, smaller uh, times, uh, like, like each individual track, as opposed to Friday night, where it's one hour of a continuous experience. Um, but this was really an area where um, coming from, uh, you know, from other kinds of music before we started doing sound healing, uh, you know, I, I had just had learned to, to do audio engineering and producing just through direct experience back in uh, in New York and whatnot. And then just uh, when we got into sound healing, then just translating these skills, uh, because it actually is uh, really tricky to translate some of these frequencies. Uh, I don't you know, and a lot of times when you see just a raw sound bath on online, so you're translating, you know, like these large singing bowls and gongs, like Jenny is saying, and you, you're playing, someone's playing through like a little computer speaker. But or a phone. You have something that's like yeah. this like very large resonant object. And so sometimes like you'll, when you find them on one of these videos, it, it just will blow out the speaker in a way that's like distorting so crazy. It just makes it like hard to listen to. And so that was one of the obstacles that we we needed to transcend. And it's one of the reasons, actually, that there's frequently uh, electronic uh, music along with the singing bowls, because by I, what I find is that by filling in that the, uh, frequency spectrum uh, with uh, electronic music, then the bowls just sit right in there and just kind of melt yeah, into yeah. those sounds. And then your speakers aren't like go popping out of control from uh, this one sound that's like really unnatural coming through your speaker. It's like a nice balanced and even sound coming out. I also think that the vocal exploration that you do, Jenny, during those, those hours are just as important. It it's keeping me. <laughs> Dustin with the, I forget, Dustin, get a budget, Dustin, get on the uh, thing. I think Dustin was about to say it's keeping him engaged. We're going to have to make fun of Dustin uh, later when we go off the air, get that Wi-Fi fixed during into there. Uh, but it is something, three weeks. it happens, three weeks. Dustin, it happens. I think we're about to uh, compliment uh, Jenny on the way, the different <laughs> vocal experiences that you It helps enhance. keep me present. I couldn't yeah. imagine it without, without the two. In fact, without the three, without the underlying sound component, the bowls, and then the vocals. I almost need all three. And, and it is, it's an important, it's, it's just as important. It's, it's, yeah. Well, it's interesting, you know, in, 
a more of like a traditional song per se. A lot of times the focus is the vocal being right up there on top. And then of course the lyrics, the words, what you're saying, what you're communicating. In this case, in the sound bath, I seek to blend the vocals into the whole soundscape so that it's almost like just another frequency in there, like one of the bowls or even mm -hmm. kind of like my theremin I play sometimes. And so the whole idea is not all of a sudden the vocals come on and you're listening to what I say and it like shifts you to your mind. They just kind of float in. So if you're really in it, you notice it, it shifts your consciousness, but you're not like pulled out of some mm -hmm. state of relaxation. So I really seek to do this uh, blending with, with the vocals for this experience. Are sound bowls really hard to play? Actually, no, that, that's a really great aspect of singing bowls is that no. uh, you actually don't need a musical background at all. They're actually, it takes like five minutes to learn how to play. Uh, and so I always love turning people on to singing bowls. You can play them not as It's well. like one of those things, though. It's like five minutes to learn how to play, sure. But I can also grab a guitar and go round around. It's not good. But it's five well, minutes to play. Well, and it's certainly not like a theremin play. to learn how to play. That is just like... It's a theremin. <laughs> I'm so That's out the electronic of device where you, you manipulate it with your hand. I know what you're talking about. Energy waves almost. Yes, an antenna measures the electromagnetic, uh, measures the distance of your hand from the antenna and then creates a, a electromagnetic wave. Uh, they used it in a lot of science fiction yes. and horror it's films. One of the most the unique 50s. instruments ever created. It is absolutely one of the most interesting instruments to me i play it a little differently than how it's traditionally played like you see a lot of people playing classical music and there's very short movements in between the notes i put it through delay and reverb pedals so that it expands the frequency so it's more like i'm playing these waves that nice. blend into the crystal singing bowls and it's really interesting live because the expansion of the energy fields from the volume and the pitch antenna are actually affected by things in the environment. So, you know, somebody moving not too far away just um, would affect the sound waves. So literally what was going on in the room at any time during any of those live sound bath performances was literally affected by the energy. In hey, the you almost, you'll never recreate it because it takes so many cues from the surrounding. And exactly. Just like, exactly. that's Combine that with the bowls, which are also one of those things where I feel like you're never always going to exactly create it in the same way. I, I just, I love it. I absolutely love it. It is such a unique and interesting, again, transition from what you guys were doing, but not really, but it's, I, I, like the, I, I don't know. It's awesome. It really is awesome. Thank you. You know, with, with singing bowls, like traditionally it would have been like uh, more say that maybe a monk would uh, in the monastery uh, in either Buddhist or Hindu tradition a metal bowl. would have had a metal singing bowl, a standing uh, bell. They were called standing, standing bells, bells. They were called, and they were, were made of bronze or brass. And uh, you, you would just have one and you would, that would become part of your meditation practice that you would just go around creating that singing tone. And what's interesting as a meditation tool, uh, when you just play the singing bowl, if you can just get it a, a really nice smooth sound, then that is when you hit that that moment of meditation of no thought. And it kind of goes back to what I was saying before about as a musician, when you think, that's when you usually make a mistake. Mm -hmm. And so as, as a meditator, when you're playing that singing bowl and you're 
going around in the bowl, as soon as your mind wanders and you start thinking about what's for lunch or whatever, <laughs> then all of a sudden that's when you skip, it skips at this, mm -hmm. the, the wand skip. You get like a metal scrape and or you something. hear it make a scraping sound, a little clicking sound. And you go, Oh, yep. My mind wandered and bring it back. Now I've yes. got to bring that concentration and focus back again, get to that place of that, that just consciousness, that just awareness. So we're actually very focused, though, even though the singing bowls in themselves aren't hard to make a sound out of, to play them smoothly so that there isn't a ding or a scrape, like you have to focus the whole time, you know, pretty intently. That's the cool part about them is it's like, it's not like a guitar or piano where you have to like study for a long time to learn music theory and chords or anything. Like, no, you, you really just have to just practice just present. being present. Yeah. And so it's a really cool instrument that way. And, of course, then it's, it can get infinitely complicated, just like everything else. That You know, <laughs> like I have like a whole seven chakra crystal bowl set, and they're tuned to different frequencies, and there's they're made with different uh, crystals sometimes or different metals. Then you can get into like 432 hertz or yep. like all the different hertzes and but like levels. At its core, it. like it's actually just a really beautiful and easy practice. Uh, I mean, many people just will even just have a singing bowl and they'll just use it as part of their yoga or meditation routine. Uh, it's pretty incredible as a whole what you guys have done. And I was just over on YouTube at Dynasty Electric uh, with a K. And you have, and it looks like, Jenny, you're doing a lot of this. There's some other benefits that people, when they go there, uh, you're getting into tarot card readings, oracle card readings. You're doing some uh, private coaching opportunities with the both the member section and then on DynastyElectric.com. I know you're doing some different life coaching. Um, how has it been for that? Let's talk a little bit about you know reasons to sign up for the member section and then kind of this transition from musical uh, sharing into kind of helping pass on kind of things you've learned and helping people harness, you know, their focus and their energy and those aspects, Jenny. Well, the energy for life coaching, which I was recently certified in, and I learned from the original teacher we studied with Lisa Shwari Murphy. It's a really interesting practice. Of course, you're, it's like a coaching session where you're having a conversation, but it's based on the ideas of rhythmic entrainment, like we talked about earlier, so that, you know, as you're talking, there's this very simple drum beat happening. And, and what, what happens when you're doing that is it really like slows down um, the conversation to be a little more intentional. And then it, it starts, if someone's really worked up or they're talking really fast or they're really upset, as you're making this beat, they start to come down into that, you know, rhythmically entrained calming state of being. And then at that point, they can be more receptive to not only communicate what's coming up for them, but also to be receptive for the, you know, sound healing session and meditation that follows. So it's really based on rhythm and sound frequencies, which I really like about it because you're doing the, um, you know, talking like a therapy session, but then there's some tools to um, bring things up and then help you release them, which is really nice. So um, I've just started doing those sessions and they're going really amazing. I, I really enjoy doing that. As far as the Oracle card readings and astrology and tarot goes, I've always been really interested in archetypes. Mm -hmm. So it's basically just using these archetypes of human experience to help um, people understand uh, 
the energies they're navigating at any particular time or, you know, an open path moving forward for them. So I feel like I don't use it as something that predicts anything definitively, although I can sometimes see those things. It's more of just a tool to help people navigate whatever's going on in their life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys are I, well, no, no, no. I mean, the truth is, is, is I, you know, my, I don't know how to put this in a way that allows me to say I can understand, but at the same, like my family has a lot of connection to angel cards and such, mm -hmm. you know, it's this idea of, it's just, it's that presence. I am making a presence conscious decision to invoke my energy into this. And in some way it's helping to guide a thought process or again to work through something but i it's it's again always about instilling the presence into it before i'm asking anything out from it you know it's there's a it, there's a definite conscious effort to be present in that moment with the deck and that is just something that transfers into everything you guys do. It's always and consistently about being present where you are and and recognizing just what the purpose, what the intention is, and to train that, to teach that, to talk about it, to preach it in any way. That is a very, very positive thing to help or to ask to be instilled into anybody. It's something that I genuinely believe will not ever hurt someone. It is, it, it, it's just, it is, if I wanted to give a piece of advice to someone and I didn't ever want to have that fear that maybe I was wrong in some way, but I just being present, being conscious of your emotions of where you're at, it will never go wrong. Um, well, 99% of the time, if people are asking a question and they're asking for a reading, say they already know the answer and they know they know the answer, but <laughs> Hearing the affirmation is what allows them to become more peaceful about the situation. So it's not like I've ne I feel like I'm never really telling anyone something they don't already know on some level. It's an interesting point to talk about because I think that's a lot of it. And Dustin said it's a through line in the music you're doing and it's a through line in that it's you know, giving people something that they probably already know they need, but they don't know that they need it till they listen to it, till they listen to an album like Journey to Tranquility, the new album out now from Dynasty Electric. Um, Jenny and Seth, it's pretty amazing uh, to go down this path. I'm excited uh, to continue my journey, to continue listening uh, to what you guys are doing. I know you got your uh, Friday nights. Uh, every Friday night, you know, there's a new video out right that's out on your YouTube page. Uh, you're on Spotify and all those places. Uh, when you think about, you know, kind of, as you said, working on new music, when you think about uh, that, do you feel ever like to kind of head back into this, the direction that you were with Golden Arrows and those things? Do we feel that's coming? Are we, can you live duplicity, so to speak, between both the calm and the relaxing and the more rock and EDM vibe of what you had put out before? There seems to be, I know you'll have something to say on it too, but there seems <laughs> to be some hybrid thing evolving if that makes any sense I think so <laughs> so uh yeah songs lyrics but more of sort of like this down tempo but still all like these uh, calming frequencies and sounds but then also beats it's just somewhere in the middle we actually <laughs> have a track called i wide open um on youtube that i feel like is more in the right it was about the third eye chakra it's from 
10 years ago. But yes, I, feel I like listened to it. And it, that's the one where you guys did the actual music video for it, right? Yes. yes. Yeah, it was awesome. Even I watched the making of the music video and stuff too. You, I love it. Yes, that that makes a lot of sense to me how it can kind of get. Well, you, you know, it's uh, for us too, creatively, you know, I always just feel like uh, I'm a lifelong student of music. Uh, and so going through this whole experience with doing sound healing, I, what I really find out interesting it is, is I actually... Uh, when I was just playing rock, I was actually sometimes would get have problems with tinnitus, for example. Like I was literally just kind of blowing out my hearing from really loud PA systems and really loud parties. And uh, and with sound healing, I actually feel like the reverse has happened. Like my hearing is actually more sensitive than ever now. And so I'm hearing things differently. Uh, and so and when I and this experience with sound healing is in influencing this new music that we're working on. Like Jenny said, we're We've been uh, working on just crafting something that's in between, as weird as that sounds, or it's, uh, it, it's, yeah, it's electronic and a bit hip hop and a bit rock, but also it's got a, uh, instead of it being, I guess the one difference would be the newer material we're working on, instead of it being uh, a golden arrows, like our, our style before was always like, like just to go really hard. Like be, get, we we just wanted to be. We we're from Brooklyn, you know. We were hard. <laughs> so that was kind of that was our aesthetic. That's, and we would want to keep people up all night partying, and you know, like that, it was just a totally different thing. But now, like, uh, yeah, we want to like uh, just really bring you into like a like the, like a like a feeling, like uh, so it's like got like softer edges to it and like more dynamics. Um, so it's really been just fascinating as a musician just to to go through this whole process and. Yeah, to just really appreciate, yeah, just kind of the more gentle and softer sounds and music that is out there, and and how can how can we incorporate some of the strengths of that kind of music uh, into more of like a beat-driven, uh, edgier kind of sound? So yeah, that's uh, we're excited to uh, to share our, our experiments. Uh, it's we, it we're going to continue working on it this fall, and hopefully by uh, early next year we'll have some something to share. I think the real question is just how much gone. How much gong is included in the new one? Because no one rocks the gong. I was like, I didn't even realize I love the gong until a lot of your videos kind of start with that. I know it's like this tone setting thing. And then I'm like, I love the the long drawn out tone that a gong brings that I did not know that I love. So just shout out to you. Uh, gong bath is available. There's a whole gong bath available right now on YouTube. Uh, it's it's interesting. interesting. We use the gong in a lot of our initial like rock and EDM uh, performances as well. The gong has been with us like way before well, the sound bowls. Back well, in the, the day. Sound bowls or mantras or anything like, yeah, we, the gong we, was first. we went to a yoga class in New York City <laughs> oh, where yeah. they played uh, the Kundalini Yoga East, like a studio in Union Square. And they had like this enormous gong there. And he gave a gong bath at the end of the yoga and class. And we were sitting, we were like laying right up in front. I was like, oh, it's, it's oh my massive, God. massive. Yeah, so he was you. We were transported, like we astral projected deep into the cosmos. It was <laughs> incredible. And ever since then, uh, I, You're like, we need more like, gong. I have to get a gong. I, it's like, I can't even like, it's not even enough just to have it at a yoga class or go to this place. I need to have one. Yeah. And so we actually went to Chinatown to um, there's a store in New York called Pearl River and we found this Chinese gong and we've tried other gongs over the years, but just this one gong that we got uh, in New York, uh, it just has the sound that we want. 
And so we still rock it uh, now, like a decade later. Still <laughs> That's love it. awesome. I would have never thought it was the same gong. Like, I just blew my mind. Oh, yeah. You're like, that you would find, but I guess it makes sense. And you look at all these different things, as you talked about, like, you can have a basic bowl and you can work it. But when you start to really dig into like anything, you can find some specifically crafted things for specific purposes. And I get that gongs would be different, but I picture them as like gongs. And you're like, no, there is a, a, a yes. vibe and a tone that just, Reminates from this. I'm making a word oh, today. Well, 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 it makes sense. It's the density of the metals, how large I, it is, what it's hanging off of, what's surrounding. It's like this whole thing with your Wi-Fi needs a sound bath, Dustin. That's what I know right now. <laughs> they're almost always handmade, so they're always like hammering with brass or bronze into shape. And so uh every single one I've ever played is totally different. And that's why we just love the one that we have because it just blends right in with our music. Sometimes we'll try other ones, and sometimes. Uh, I mean, they can be really awesome on their own, but maybe it's partly because we had this gong. Maybe we crafted our sound around the gong, and that's why it's become indispensable. Uh, but, you know, it, gongs are like a wonderful world to explore. Like, I, I can't recommend it uh, highly enough. Go deep into the gong, kids. It's the cool new rage. Uh, screw the cannabis and the mushrooms. Gongs are where <laughs> it is at. Buy stocking gongs. Uh, Seth. Jenny, DynastyElectric.com. We've been talking a lot about the YouTube page. You can go right now in the comments below and you can find it. It's slash at Dynasty Electric with a K, Dynasty Electric with a K.com. On Spotify, the brand new album, Journey to Tranquility on the website. You can find out details for all of the stuff that we talked about today. We're going to play a little rock music in the background. I know, right? Um, <laughs> this got to get you hyped up. Seth, Jenny, thank you so much for joining us today on Because Cannabis. Thank you. Thank you us. so much. We really enjoyed it. And you brought the dog out for the going. All right, Seth and Jenny, thank you so much for joining us uh, on this episode. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, Dustin, another fine show completed. Uh, I do feel like we got the music rocking. We might have to calm things down a little bit. That's what I learned. Uh, listening to the, we only played a snippet because uh, I was struggling to talk over such calm music, but it is an amazing experience. Please go check out Journey to Tranquility and everything that Dynasty Electric has going on. Uh, old and new, great stuff there. Dustin, thank you for joining us as always on the show. Welcome back this week. Uh, don't forget brand new shows every Wednesday, 4.20 p.m. on YouTube, Spotify, and everywhere you listen to audio on Thursdays, follow us socially, all that good stuff. Uh, Dustin, hit the music. We'll see you guys next week. Later.